0: of Rice will be discussing the U.S. presidential election and tackling hot topics including Baby Shark, Lori Laughlin, and the Poppy War. What up, what up, listeners, and welcome to Rice Asian Comedy Podcast, where we share the Asian perspective on culture, sport, and trending topics. Please welcome our panelists. Um, Leonard Chan hello, <laughs> And uh, Veronica Antipolo Hello Okay, so we have so much to discuss this week, of course um, It's been a crazy week um, So let's jump into our uh, very first topic um, And our main topic Wait. of the week What? Is
1: <laughs> something happening
0: this week? <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lordy, yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, so let's just, let's just jump into the U.S. presidential election. We're going to split it up into two halves. One is about the election results itself, the night of the election, everything leading up to the election, and then in part two, we're going to talk about what comes next. How does this affect Canada? How does it affect climate change? How does it affect uh, how does it affect um, Trump supporters? All of that shit. So, um, jumping now into part one, let's. Um, head on over to Veronica. And the first question I want to ask is more like the personal side. What was your emotional journey through this week? How did you watch it? You know, were you up late sort of what, what was going on?
2: I was watching those um, those votes because it was live tracking come in like the early days of the pandemic where I was watching the numbers like rise and fall it was, and then social media I noticed was just dead silent, and I, it, I everyone was anxious. I was anxious, and I, and I honestly, um, even from last week, I was like, you know, there's a possibility that Trump could win this. So I, it was very real, the anxiety. And so when it looked like Biden was gonna win, or actually when it was officially announced, because even when it was looking like he was gonna win, I was still like, I don't know, something might happen. I was, I I'm not gonna lie. I shed a few tears during their speech.
0: Yeah, um, that's that's crazy. Uh, sorry if I look distracted. It's because my face was frozen, um, and I was I was, <laughs> I was trying to fix that. But I was doing my best to to listen to you. Um, now let's head oh. on over to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit I, I did fail a little bit, but um, I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll catch up. Um, so now let's go to Leonard. What was your experience on election night? Were you really into it? Did you just check your updates on your phone? What was happening?
1: Yeah, I was pretty. I was I was binging CNN, uh, and I was also jumping over on Fox News just to see what they were saying. Also, the Fox News uh, electoral map was very well detailed until I found. Um, there was somebody put together a website on GitHub, which was which actually had all the swing states, exactly how many votes were left to be counted, exactly oh. how far ahead whoever was and the percentage that they were winning votes at and the percentage they needed to be at to win. It was. Yeah. Oh my God. And then it was that- checking Vegas odds as it went just to see what, wow. what was going
2: election yeah. crack right there election crack. <laughs> well it's a
1: pandemic and i'm unemployed so what the hell you know <laughs> uh this is all i have this is the closest thing i have to sports now the bas- basketball's gone oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that, that that will be one of our topics coming up is the return of basketball in not too long right um but uh so next what i want to discuss about the election is the actual turnout. There was something like, I, I'm sure I'll get these numbers wrong, but something like 77 million people for Joe Biden, 70 something else million for, um, for. 71,
1: I, 71
0: for Trump, or 75 for Biden-ish, I think. Wow. Yeah. So
1: Unless it's more than that. Yeah. yeah it so, was a record. Uh, yeah. Trump actually tweeted. He was like, 71 million legal votes for a sitting president, the most ever. Like, I was like, dude. That's like the Tampa Bay Rays, like bragging that they won the, the second most games in the World Series.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. I I was really happy to see that um, there was such a huge turnout because of all these voter suppression tactics. Um, that happened a lot in the U.S. That like the yeah. Republicans, they don't even lie about it. They say flat out what they're going um, oh, yeah. to do. Oh a press yeah. vote. So they're so shameless that to yeah. actually see, um, to see that people actually showed up was very heartening for me. Um, well, that is right. It, it was mail-in. They made
1: yeah. it easier to vote. The mail-in votes, right? So then they could just do it from the comfort of their own home, get a things, send it back. <laughs>
2: Uh, from the safety of their own home. From the safety uh, of their
1: own yeah, home. Yeah, so Stacey Abrams in uh, Georgia did like an incredible job and got like 800,000 people signed oh. up who were previously, you know, uh, disenfranchised. And like, as you yeah. can see, I mean, Georgia hasn't been called yet, but even the fact that it's currently blue is insanity. Yep. Yeah. And Georgia could decide the Senate in January. So, kind of a big deal.
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah, I you know I do want to mention that it's um, the election has been projected by basically every network out there based on calculations, but it has not been certified. That will take a while for it to be certified by the actual election thing. But you know, outside of Al Gore's election, um, I, I think pretty much when it's projected, that's usually what happens, um, regardless of uh, regardless of. Uh, of yeah. Of all the lawsuits and and stuff that Trump wants to do, I'm um, now what I'm um, next what I want to get into, and we will get into the lawsuits in a little bit, but um what I want to get into is like what are your thoughts on Biden as a candidate? has that changed um, you know he's more of a moderate candidate he's been in the Senate for a long time um, How do you think he actually um, per- performed now that we have hindsight seeing that he was elected? Let's go to Veronica.
2: How did he perform? Uh, I mean, I know, like, everyone is saying those Democrats need to get some fire in their pants, especially for this election going against Trump. Uh, The fire fire was provided by other people, I think. I mean, he's still... I still think he's moderate, but uh, we just need someone else other than Trump. That's the bottom line. Like, I honestly don't even care where... Biden is. It's just like elect me even. I'm not even American. I'm not even that political. I I just anything but Trump. <laughs> like honestly. Like Cory Haim even. That's a I don't know. I pulled hey, that out.
0: out no. She's not so different than <laughs> Cory Booker um who uh, was a presidential nominee but Lost basically because he does this weird bug out eyes face that nobody's going to vote for. I'm sorry, Corey. You just need to. I don't know if you can fix that in the mirror, but it needs. You know what? Actually, Jennifer Hudson used to do that on American Idol, and I loved her back then, and everybody, when they go back, they're like, how did Jennifer Hudson not win American Idol? And I was like, if you saw that season, it's because the bitch kept doing these crazy bug eyes whenever she oh. had a high note. She looked possessed by a demon. So, Cory Booker, yeah. if you want to be <laughs> elected...
1: Well, like so, <laughs> apparently, if you can bug out your eyes, Oscar bait.
0: <laughs> no, no, she... she, No, she, she fixed that shit. I, probably the director fixed that shit, um, and uh. that's why she won. But she... Yeah, before that,
2: you my
0: <laughs> eyes are not leaving. <laughs> um, so um, one of the big trending topics of the election results was um, there's a four seasons landscaping debacle. <laughs> so let's head on over to Leonard, what is this four seasons thing? and what what what's going on?
1: Yeah, you know, it's so it's the funniest thing. I mean, it's
0: just it's so
1: um, representative of their entire uh, the way they ran the presidency, the way they ran their campaign. Uh, it's just bananas. So they presumably, again, I don't know this for sure, but they booked for a press conference uh, the Four Seasons total landscaping company. Uh, I assume they meant to book the Four Seasons Hotel. The Four Seasons Hotel actually issued a tweet saying, yeah, we have nothing to do with this. Like, that's at the landscaping company. And so at the end of the day, like, Rudy Giuliani, he's, like, standing in front of a garden hose and being like, (laughs) (laughs) Donald Trump will not concede. Like, we're going to keep fighting, you know, while they're across from the fantasy bookstore. Like, there was, like, a dildo shop next door yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when the guy was wearing <laughs> mask. a mask. There's a guy wearing a mask, oh. at the, like the guy who worked there. So they had better COVID protocols in the fucking White House. <laughs> and uh, it was so, so, so funny and so emblematic of this, of this presidency. And I just really would have loved to hear the conversation with whoever they called Mm -hmm. at this Four Seasons Hotel landscaping place being like, hi, we'd like to, this is the Trump campaign. We'd like to book you for a press conference. (laughs) And you know they knew that they were looking for the Four Seasons Hotel. For sure. It's the best. Just stares into the, like into a mythical documentary camera like it's the office being like, Okay.
2: <laughs> well, that dildo shop got so much coverage. It was the best thing. Pro- sales have probably increased.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's people <laughs> camped out there. Um, you know, the thing I don't get is in the coverage of all this, everybody's like, well, they had to go through with it. And I was like, did they really? Do you? Yeah. Did you really have to go to the landscaping shop? Like, can somebody not pull an executive decision and say... You know what? You're like I don't yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand but the,
1: but the thing is this, like Trump already said four seasons, right? So you can't he can and as you can see from this election, he can never be wrong, he can never lose. So he just doubles down on every single goddamn mistake. He may. It'll be like, honestly, it'll be like if I was, if I was like Trump and I was like, I'm going to book the Ritz and then I accidentally book the Ritz Cracker Factory. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course, I'm going to get married at the Ritz Cracker Factory and I would be so salty about it, which makes sense. It's a fucking cracker factory. And my white wife came right off the production line. Uh,
2: <laughs> i don't know how you make that mistake though like honestly because i used to do event planning i'm like how? If some that's like someone did that on purpose
1: oh i think yeah it might have been a case of malicious compliance where Trump is just like book the four seasons like, fuck you. you're not
2: gonna be president. yeah you're not gonna be president anymore fuck you exactly
1: <laughs> what are
0: you gonna do oh my goodness <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So, um, one thing with this election was, of course, it wasn't just uh, Joe Biden that was elected. Um, The vice presidential nominee is now the VP-elect Kamala Harris. Let's head on over to Veronica on her thoughts about Kamala Harris becoming the vice president. What
2: can I say? Like, honestly... (laughs) All the little girls of color, I'm sorry. The bar has been raised for you. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> that is like, I'm literally like sitting my daughter down in front of her speech. She's like, doesn't know. She has to have a dictionary. She doesn't know what the fuck she's saying. But I'm like, listen, you can be. Prime minister. <laughs> but it, it's just like so amazing, historical. And um, someone posted all the VPs of the United States since time, and her. And I was just like, oh my God, the contract. It's just, honestly, I mean, yeah. I've been posting about Kamala more than Biden.
1: <laughs> it's Both people have, to be honest, yeah, because I think a lot of people just assume that she's going to take over, like, midway through his presidency.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. You know what the thing I love best about Kamala Harris? I'm getting into so much trouble for this, but, like, I feel like she is Anna Anna Nicole Smithing her way to the presidency. Like, (laughs) this is out. This is, listen, to break the glass barrier, sometimes you got to get with an old ridge white dude and wait for the hoe to die. This is how yeah. you do upward mobility, okay? <laughs> I ain't mad at you. You do what you got to do, girl. You get there how you got to get there. <laughs>
2: Do what you gotta do. I mean, the first African American woman, the first Asian American woman. Like we were talking about intersectionality last week. There you go. This is way better than Rush Hour bomb. Way mm-hmm. better
0: than yeah. Rush Hour. Oh,
2: and,
1: and her Jewish husband.
2: And her Jew. Look at that. Like the mm. first on.
1: Gentile man.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just interesting. yeah, I know the first Gentile. And her speech was was very. That's when I started to tear up. I was like, "This is such a huge accomplishment, and so many women of color, um, in leadership positions and politics. So, I mean, good for them."
0: Yeah, no, this is historic, and yeah, honestly, I expect her to be president very soon. So, yeah. <laughs> go, girl! Um, you know,
2: yeah.
1: Oh man, go Two supporters. <laughs>
2: I can't. Their heads are exploding. All <laughs> of the they over. are <laughs> disgusted right
0: now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, um, wh- one thing I want to talk about, though, is you know, and listen, Trump has been saying it's conspiracy theory that they rigged um, the polls, what he's calling suppression polls, so that it would like um, make people not come out to vote. But at the heart of it, the polls were incredibly wrong again. Um, not just yeah. for the presidential election, but you know, there were projecting of like ninety plus percent that the um, the Democrats were going to take over the um, we're going to take over the Senate, Senate which they might yeah. still, but they were projecting like they would clearly take over at a ninety percent. Like yeah. so, once
1: Susan Collins won reelection, we were like,
0: oh, okay, yeah. so like, yeah. what's going on? What do you? i think is happening this has been every election over the past probably five years not just in the u.s but also you know the in 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 the uk as well it's been the same trend which is um you know conservatives and particularly populist conservatives have been underrepresented in polls and then people come out quite a bit more on polling day is it a conspiracy like donald trump thinks
1: no, I think people just don't want to admit that they're going to vote for Donald Trump because it's like, yeah. it got, I mean, look, I'm not saying some of them aren't racist, but like they were demonized greatly. Mm-hmm. Like people who admitted they voted for Trump were immediately like pariahs for, in a lot of social circles, which is not great. That's not a great way like to unify the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but also Trump stoked those divisions. So you kind of get what you, you reap what you sow, you know? Uh, and I think that might be it, like where this is the data they're putting in the polls is simply wrong. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a reckoning like the Democratic pollsters and all like are going to have to figure out how do you fix this? Because like, you know, guys like Nate Silver, like, you know, they even tried to compensate for this and they still got it way wrong. And it's like playing football where you're trying to design a play. You don't know where the players are or the score. So,
2: it's mm, like, yeah, how do you, yeah.
1: You're you know, like they yeah. I think the same thing happened with. Like, Trump gained uh, votes from bla- the black community, the Latino community. Like, he basically only lost white votes, which is, like, what? So, you got to, yeah, they're going to have to figure out, like, how uh, yeah. they got shit wrong. Because Miami-Dade in Florida is, like, a huge wake-up call for them. Like, where they lost, like they lost a significant percentage of the Latino vote that Hillary had back in 2016.
2: So, I don't know. Yeah. And the Melania vote, he might have lost that because people were talking about how she went to vote alone. We don't know what she did. But suspicious, suspicious. She went alone.
0: Um, okay, so uh, transitioning now to what comes next. Um, let's, uh, you know, let's let's head on over to to Leonard, and you know, how does this affect? Um let's first start with climate change. How does a Joe Biden presidency affect climate change?
1: Well, it's definitely better because he believes in it. Uh so that is a step in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's real, so that's good. Um <laughs> since the last one thought it was a Chinese hoax, you know, because the Chinese government, well known for their love of delightful pranks. uh, <laughs>
0: So, uh,
1: no, Joe Biden actually, uh, so it's, gonna, it's good news. Like, on day one, they said they're going to rejoin the Paris Accord, which is great. Um, obviously, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's a toothless thing. And, like, it's not, I mean, the Trump supporters are like, it's unfair. Like, America has to pay more. And you're paying, And I was like, yeah, because you fuckers benefited from unbridled, like, emissions for centuries. Like, Or not centuries. So since the Industrial Revolution, basically. So a century and a half. And, uh, you know, like, so you're, of course, you're, you're going to have to like, pay for some of that. And you can't be like, oh, like, you know, why are we giving money to these developing countries? It's like, because you developed and then you, st- now you're stepping on their necks. So you should, and if, you, if we want this to be a thing where it has to be a global thing, it's great. And I think uh, Biden said he was going to, uh, he's considering having a presidential office on climate change, mm. potentially run by John Kerry uh, or I forget the other guy's name, Inglis? That
0: I can't remember. Well, and what um, about Al Gore? He's like the uh, yeah. he's the climate change guy. What's going on? They need to call uh, the bitch up. Well, John,
1: John Kerry is the guy who put together the Paris Accord, so you know we oh, figure it. that too. Well, yeah. Then, yeah, And he's sure. a statesman <laughs> and so on. Not that Al Gore isn't, but you know. And Michael um,
0: Moore, get Michael Moore on that shit. <laughs> oh
2: my god!
1: Yeah, and and I think one of the real positive things i see is that biden he wants to he wants like this isn't like some sort of ideological oh environment good it's like no no this is good for the economy like if we go after green jobs and we develop that shit it's um, like millions of jobs and and that's not like some hypothetical like hyperbole that donald trump would say oh millions of jobs no this is like actual millions of jobs <laughs> that they could create or a million jobs which is huge so i have high hopes I no doubt will be disappointed shortly, but for now,
2: it feels pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Well, relatively speaking, of course they're high. (laughs) Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, four years of being grabbed by the goddamn...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm in complete agreement with you. I feel like people always try and make it um, politically, like you have to choose one over the other, like the economy or the climate, and it's just like... No, it's, it's, it's ridiculous if you're going to hold on to old technologies. And obviously we know who's funding these campaigns are the people who have all the oil money. So they have like some type of interest to keep fossil fuels in business. But other than them, like it doesn't really help anybody. Like let's move forward um, as a country and a world and the economy Will it get better? And one thing I want to put to this as well, because this is a big effect that um, I want to discuss about Biden coming into um, the presidency, is the first thing he talked about is a pandemic committee. Mm. And so I do like this trend of, like, pro-science, because science being yeah. politicized is just ridiculous. Um, oh, yeah. If you ignore science for long enough, it will kill you. Yeah. and you <laughs> yeah. know like, Always yeah and you know with the with the pandemic i think it's the same thing as the climate it's like people are like oh you know people like on fox news right now they're like oh biden is gonna you know shut everything down and only cares about the pandemic but not about the economy but it's like no you cannot have an economy when you're when people are dying and they can't go outside so it's it's the same thing as with false fields it's like you Don't have to choose one or the other. Actually, solving one problem will help you with both problems. Like, if things are not black and white, people, like, let's it's
2: all just... related.
1: <laughs> I mean, let's, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, let, don't let BLM fool you. It's not just black,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. There's Asians in there too. Come on now. Um, so, uh, it's the know, new ALM,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're taking it back. <laughs>
0: So one thing I want to talk about of like moving forward of what of what will happen now is um, or you know actually let's let, let's stick with climate change for a little bit and talk about how the Joe Biden presidency will affect Canada because the very first um, statement that the Canadian government made was mm. as soon as um, as soon as. Uh, as soon as Joe Biden was elected was they put out a statement about the Keystone project, which Hmm. is very important for Justin Trudeau. I don't know why I literally don't know why he's trying to appease Westerners who hate him anyway. And doing this Keystone thing did not help his favorability. So I don't know who he's trying to win over with this. He's just pissing people off. But um, this proposal was rejected um, during the Obama administration but then was approved by Trump in 2017. But now, obviously, Biden was a part of the Obama administration. So is he going to come and reject this and, like, foil Trudeau's plans? Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll open this to the panelists and also the broader topic of how else it affects Canada. So you could talk about specifically about the Keystone or um, Canada in general.
1: That's a good question. Um, I, th- I think... I mean, Jason Kenney thinks it's going to go forward, but he's optimistic. Um, Honestly, I know Trudeau got a lot of flack over the Keystone thing, but it's not the supply that's the problem, it's demand. And it's not like demand is going away. So unless demand goes down, then I I mean, I'm a staunch environmentalist, but greater good and economy shit, like it's better that we provide the oil uh, and so that it could be money going into our economy versus Venezuela, where their crude is actually dirtier. Not that Canadian crude is great, but Venezuelan is worse. So like, we would a lose the money, and it would also be a net negative for the environment. So it's like, I mean, all things being what they are, <laughs> unless demand goes away, like unless there's another pandemic. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I'm I kind of am okay with Keystone. <laughs> Oh, I don't love it. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. One thing, I'm just going to jump in here because we've got a comment from a Van Dad, everybody's favorite Van oh, Dad. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, one thing I want to show people, too, is on the screen now, all the comments pop up on the screen um, for our Hot Topic section. But I sort of fast forwarded to that layout now so people could see. So if you are like Van Dad and watching this and want to get your comment up, um, put it on our um, comment section, whether on your Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, um, Twitter, Periscope, wherever you are, LinkedIn, um, it will all come in together into one feed and I haven't actually figured out how to delete comments so if you say something oh, super man. racist <laughs> um, they'll really always stay on there what as well. <laughs> 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 so Van Dad chimed in and I haven't figured out how to delete comments. <laughs> Van Dad to um, okay, so the the I guess I should say the question. The question that Van Dad has asked is where's the Iran deal?
1: Oh well I mean, Trump unilaterally dropped out of it. I suspect if Biden wants to jump back into it, they probably could, because nobody else jumped out of it. Like, it's oh, well, Iran kind of is using it as an excuse to get out and start developing their shit. So it, it all comes down to, like, Iran, what the, the relationship between, between Iran and America, whether or not America can reestablish those relationships, because as you know, the last president fucking assassinated one of their top generals, and they're still pretty salty about that. Um, <laughs> so it's up in the air. It's hard to say what's going to happen. I, I mean, I, it was like a landmark political agreement. Uh, and I know people were like, oh, no, like, it just means they can't develop. New- I mean, they can still do it eventually. It's like, yeah, but they're not doing it now. <laughs> so um, it remains to be seen. I think if America can reestablish some semblance of their soft power that Trump completely demolished during his presidency, maybe they'll come up with something else.
0: Yeah.
1: Because they, they already, like, released all that money back to them. <laughs> so it's like, well, what what is, you know, uh, I don't know. Really? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah, can't I, say I
0: know too much about the 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 uh, Iran deal. Um, I, I do know that, you know, in the Middle East, the U.S. is going to have a lot of problems um, after what happened with the whole Turkey situation where they let... Um,
1: uh, All the Kurds die?
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's going to be hard for any president to convince um, allies to fight for them when they could just be abandoned and, you know... America will just let them die, and I don't think you can just say, "Oh, it's a new president," because they'll be like, "Well, what if the next president isn't is like Trump?" So, um, you know, I think I just feel like
1: America has a history of doing that, though. Like, I don't think this is the first time. this has
0: happened. <laughs> <laughs> So, people keep coming back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think to like Trump has basically gutted their their entire State Department, and a lot of countries don't even have. Diplomats, so um, you know maybe let's maybe let's let's start with um, with that. Um, and now I, I'm going to go over to Veronica um, and. You know what are um, what are your thoughts? I'm just looking here through um, through our uh, Trump section, but um, you had sort of mentioned something about Paula White Caden, um, Trump's spiritual advisor. What the hell was that? Uh, do you want to give us some uh, some backdrop on what this woman is doing? <laughs> oh my god! So she's
2: a, she is, yeah, she's a presidential spiritual advisor have you seen this she it was crazy she was speaking in tongues she was calling africa and uh and south america for angels to come and she just kept repeating it's gonna be victory it's gonna be victory it's gonna be victory and i just thought this is a man who doesn't believe in a virus but he believes in angels from africa and south <laughs> america are gonna come and help him just like go on to victory <laughs> And this is a woman who, um she's a televangelist. She also is, uh what is that gospel called? The prosperity gospel, I think oh, I wanna say. It's the, the,
1: more, the more money we make, uh, the closer you will, and the more money you give us, the closer you might get the to God. The money
2: you give, the more you will get. And therefore that is God's, basically that's how much god loves you the richer you are i guess god doesn't love me
1: this <laughs> <laughs> is
2: basically
1: extreme tithing is what it is
0: <laughs> yeah I, I i feel like i feel like that's a different i feel like that's how all religions have kind of been i feel like they're taking it to the extreme but it's a difference of degree versus a difference of like concept um and i don't know listen i'm i'm a gay man who has been you know shunned by religion my whole life so i just i just don't even care at this point i i i flat out hate religion i hate all religions i just i was i don't even care all these bitches can just go and die and then not go to heaven because there is none because it
2: matters you have money it just matters that you give money it doesn't
1: matter well that's why trump loves it because it's just it's trump doesn't believe in the religion but he really appreciates the grift
2: He's been yeah yeah he has been validated by God he has a lot of money which we actually don't know how much money he has but
1: uh, ne- negative a billion dollars according to the New York Times
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> it's really nice that America like for four years they elected their poorest citizen <laughs> as president I don't think anybody is personally poorer than Donald Trump if yeah. If, yeah. if it's true that all the debt that he's actually in.
2: But it's a great it's a great little um people have been remixing that whole thing that she was doing and I've been watching all of them with green. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been amazing. Yeah.
0: And so um I, I wanna talk a little bit about what this means now for the different parties in in, in in the US, um for the Democrats, for the Republicans. Um and I think it's really interesting because you know, with with Joe Biden um, winning the, the election, I, I think definitely more so because he wasn't Trump more than anything that he actually is. But mm-hmm. you know what? Not being Trump is good enough in 2020. But mm-hmm. when you, and I think it really shows because when you took, take a look at the different races for, um, for the Senate and the House, you know, the Democrats lost seats in the House when they were expected to gain seats. And, mm-hmm. um, right now I think they're up, they flipped two seats in the Senate and lost one seat. Um, so, you know, and now it's on this runoff election. I don't want to say too much. They don't really totally understand what's going to happen other than, um, in January, some shit will happen. Um, I feel like, uh, I feel like uh, it's, a, it's a runoff
1: in Georgia between those, uh, John Ossoff is one of the guys running for the Democrats and Warnock is the other guy. And Andrew Yang is moving to Atlanta so he can help, (laughs) like, Asians to the rescue.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you know, the the interesting thing is I just feel like, you know, I feel like the Americans gave a mandate against Trump, but they didn't give a mandate against Republicans. Even Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. Even Republicans who you know, we're really supportive of Trump, like Lindsey Graham, Susan, well, Susan Collins was sort of hedging her bets, but you know, certainly people who didn't stand up against Trump. So I think the Democrats really need to relook because, you know, this whole idea of like moderates versus progressives and like, they're, they're going to come out and say, Oh, like, Oh, Joe Biden won. So yeah, this whole moderate lane is the direction we should go. But I do feel like, obviously, I'm very progressive. I'm like, you you have to give people something to vote for, not just something to vote against. And sure, that might work when what you're voting against is, like, pure evil, like Donald Trump. But even half evil, like Lindsey Graham, still got elected. So, like... And, the
1: and Mitch McConnell.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. Well, he's, he's super evil. I'm, I'm really surprised with him as well. And the, you see, the is, demon is trying to escape out of him. Look <laughs> like, oh like at hand. yeah, those hands, those hands. <laughs> honestly, I feel like those are the Russian operatives came in and like, you know, did some shit to his hands to make sure they still had his vote. <laughs> but like, I, I think honestly, the Democrats really have to rethink their strategy because... Right now in politics, people see it like it's in the 80's or the 90s where they see it's conservatives versus liberals or progressives. And I don't think it's a 2d axis anymore. I think because in a lot of ways people think, oh, Joe Biden, because he's moderate, he's basically Republican light, it you know might be able to take some of the Donald Trump voters. And to, to that degree, you would think that the most opposite to Trump would be Bernie Sanders, but actually a lot of polling shows, a lot of Trump supporters are more inclined to vote for Bernie than they would for a moderate yeah. because it's not just about left and right and even like what does the right mean anymore, like the conservative um, ideals like small government and all that. That's all been thrown out the window. That's not even what it is anymore. But the other access you have to think about is, like, you know, the rich versus poor, the elite versus the working class. And I think because the Democrats are still just seen as, like, these elites talking down to people um, and, like, telling them how they should live their lives, like, you... Oh, oh my God. I, I, I just... I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but <sighs> these, these Democrats, they really need to get their shit together because I'm still mad that they put up Joe Biden. Um, and I think it was a lot closer than it had to be because, because it was Biden. Um, let's, let's head on over to... Uh, I see Leonard shaking his head. Um, what, are, what, are, what, are, what are your thoughts on, uh, on the political climate in the U.S. moving forward?
1: No, I agree with you. I completely agree. Like, There's different axes... There's, you know, establishment versus anti-establishment. I think that's really, like, the Bernie and where the Bernie and Trump supporter, Venn diagram kind of, like, intersects. Um, I think what a lot of people hate, what a lot of people on the right hate about the left is, like, everything becomes about identity politics. They're like, everything is racism now. It's like, you just, they just labeled all of us racists, and that's not fair because we're not. Or I mean, they might be, but they, but just under uh, a different definition of racism. That's the that's <laughs> the thing, like because they have defined racism as like I don't have hate in my heart for like people of color, but I will gladly benefit from these systems that for, the, that, yeah. uh, for white people. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I think that's part of it, but they, it's upsetting to them. Um, you know, and I get it. and not, and not all white people are doing well. A lot of them are doing very badly, especially as like the the. You know, the world moves towards globalism, Uh like, it all kind of, it all started with Reagan, like, he started deregulating shit, and then, like, more monopolies formed, and now, like, the lower and the middle class are getting more and more, like, white lower middle class are getting fucked more and more and more, and, like, they can't, like, their grandparents could, like, have the same job and buy a house, and these guys are just under crushing debt for their entire lives, And they feel like nobody cares about them because guess what? Nobody does because they're poor and they're white. So it's like shit. (laughs) You got nothing, and that's what Trump preyed on. Trump was like, "Oh, this desperation. I'm going to bring coal back."
2: Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) Market the disease, sell the cure.
1: (laughs) Like Trump was to the right, as Obama was to the left. It was just they. they, He was their great white hope. (laughs)
0: Yeah, you know, i i I think I think too. It's funny that the right always talks about identity politics and all this shit, and it's like Trump is the one that flames the racial wars, and then his oh, yeah. his supporters are like, "Oh, you guys make everything about race." And I was like, "That's because I am like, I can't, I can't even with these bitches. I can't even like I've I've always said." um quite controversially at first but now it seems less controversial but when trump first came and everybody on tv was like oh you know uh, people like when they were first talking about the polls and stuff when you first won they're like oh people don't want to admit they voted for 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 or, oh no they weren't saying they don't want to admit they're saying like people are voting for trump like in spite of his racism they're looking past it and i've always yeah. said from the beginning no, it's not a bug. It's a feature. Like, they're voting for him because he's racist. And the more racist he is, the more votes he gets. So don't give me none of this, oh, you know, we believe in him. It's too bad that he's racist, all this shit. No, you're voting for him because he's fucking racist. And he's a white supremacist. I'll uh. never I'll never believe differently because I just don't see how you can vote for that hoe. And I, I know, like... I I know like Leonard was saying before like people are just getting upset that people are calling them all racist. Well, that person is me. I am calling them all racist because if you vote for Trump, you're effing good to me. I don't care if you're even a visible minority if you voted for trump then you're internally racist you are just all the de- i i hate you all you can all dig de- no none of this trump shit. i was wow. watching i'm glad that biden didn't make oh my- this speech like- no, no.
2: yeah yeah oh my god no <laughs> <laughs> forget
1: unity i hate you you're done you're dead to me <laughs>
0: no die i'm like die 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 like for me yeah, yeah. so this, whole- this is why to me it's the progressives versus the moderates because i was like The moderates are like, let's unite, let's look past. I was like, that makes sense if it's, like, even a semi-evil people like George W. Bush, who, like, obviously concocted a fake war to kill thousands of people. But even at that level, I'm still willing to, like, okay, let's sit down and talk. But when it's white supremacist Nazi army of Trump supporter bitches, this is not a let's unite. This is let's stomp these bitches out until they no longer exist. This is no, like... One side can't be playing dirty, uh, rigging everything, voter suppression out in the open, you know, getting, yeah. like, foreign interference, gerrymandering, everything. And then we're like, yeah, let's let's sit down and talk. No, let's not talk. Y'all are evil bitches.
1: <laughs> it's hard to find common ground when one side is uh, like, "Our lives matter, and the other side's like,
2: LOL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I will say, though, that even, like, even... I, I see what you're saying. But at the same time, when there's someone so aggressive and he's racist and he's like, I'm just going to get it done. And he appears to be getting it done. I'm going to say, I don't mind that moderate approach because it just, it's just feels like assault. And I, I I don't want to feel assaulted right now. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, get more progressive once you're in there, but I like just for the campaign, I don't know. I, no, nah, well, actually, that's not true. I felt like there could have been a little bit more fire
0: under him. Yeah, he it. had
1: an election that lasted four days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <fire pits>.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cool, cool. So um, I'll open it up for any last thoughts on the U.S. presidential um, election. Um, it's been a little bit crazy, but uh, anybody have a last thoughts? I
1: think, honestly, if it wasn't for COVID, Trump wins in a landslide.
0: Oh,
2: God.
1: Like, for, like, I'm not even, like, and, and the stupid thing is because, look, the economy was fine, the world had not exploded, he start new wars, people like that. Um, you know, and honestly, he could have been elected in a landslide if he was just not a raging narcissist. If he had just said, "All right, I don't know what's going on. Let's listen to the experts and let's and just provided any semblance of leadership," because like Doug Ford is going to get reelected in a landslide. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I'm not mad about it. You know, Trump had this opportunity. Any sort of crisis, if you can offer any leadership, huge. Like George Bush after 9/11, he had like a 95 percent approval rating or something insane. This was an open layup, and Trump blocked himself. <laughs> with his narcissism, instead of being like, hey, the scientist, no, he was like, no, I know. I know all the answers. (laughs) Sweet, sunlight, hydroxychloroquine. It's like, okay.
2: Uh, Uh, Saying that you see where someone's really at in a crisis. So, I mean. This was the, this was like the, he was pretty
1: lucky in that he didn't have, for the first three years, there were no presidential mm -hmm. level catastrophes they had to deal with, none.
2: This is yeah. Now this is like, and then this death. one yeah. just
1: came up, and then he was like, and he and he had to step up, and he couldn't. He proved didn't. not only could he not, he yeah. actively made it worse.
2: He said he didn't believe in it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> because he had to double down because like the he, he was running on the economy, and then he couldn't. There's no way he could be like I fucked up. the If he admitted that he screwed up, that means he fucked up the economy, and then he's done. Well,
2: uh, yeah. And he's so not going to double that down
1: for this, like, yeah. anti-science bullshit. And he ended up killing, will kill, like, probably 320,000 Americans or something um.
0: silly. Mm. Okay, so <gasps> speaking of death and dead people... um <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna go anyway. we're gonna go on to our first hot topic of the week. We're gonna go over to Leonard um, <laughs> and a battle over other dead people. This time, veterans and uh, people who want to wear poppies. Um, what what on earth is happening, Leonard?
1: <coughs> oh, this was okay. So I, I think when I mentioned this topic, I said by the time this podcast airs, like by the time we record this, it's gonna be resolved, and that is exactly what happened. But what happened? is that Whole Foods, uh, they put a ban on their employees wearing poppies because they just have a corporate policy that says nothing that represents a cause, you know, the cause of remembering the dead. Uh, and, yeah, um, and I can understand why, because Whole Foods is American-owned, like Amazon owns them, so uh, they, I can see why they don't want anything political, because... As we have just discussed for the last little <laughs> while, fucking everything is political. Like, even masks during a goddamn pandemic are political. So, yeah. you know, poppies. Um, but, like, up in Canada, like, poppies are not controversial, right? Like, literally, like, both sides of the political aisle, everybody wears poppies, except according to Don Cherry immigrants. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Right. <laughs> that. Uh, but yeah, they they backed down, so it's all fine. Um, poppies, here's the thing: like it, it makes sense. Like Whole Foods should let their employees wear poppies because poppies represent the military, which is an expenditure that is completely unnecessary and just way way more money than is sensible, which is exactly Whole Foods.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So there'll be $8 there if you get a Whole Foods. Exactly.
1: (laughs) So whatever, man, I'm not going to shop at Whole Foods again, uh, mostly because I'm a comedian and it's nothing but no frills for this guy. Uh,
0: I, I only go to um, i only go to Whole Foods for one reason and i only go to it in the U S is because they have the number one um, coconut water it's called Humble Harvest <laughs> and no we are not sponsored by them but i will say listen i i grew up in you know like like you know obviously i was born in Thailand um and my my family's from from Laos and Thailand coconuts are really big in Thailand and so i grew up like drinking um like coconut juice out of a coconut, so I know what it tastes like, and all this coconut water shit doesn't taste like it, but Humble Harvest from um, Whole Foods in the U.S., I swear to God, it tastes like you were drinking a coconut. I know, super random, um, they can't even sponsor us, because they don't even sell it in in Canada, so this is not a sponsored statement, this is just... (laughs) Me keeping it real for bitches who want to drink coconut water. Uh, (laughs) And by the way, only white people call it coconut water. If you're in a store and you want the real legit one, buy the one that says coconut juice because Asians call it coconut juice. They only call it coconut water because they're trying to sell it to like, um, I think, marathoners or some stupid shit for electrolytes. That's right. People who
1: desperately need hydration.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It, it's yeah. coconut juice, people. Not it tastes weird water. too. Yeah. And also, strange. do not buy any coconut with uh, Buddha's image on it. Please stop um commercializing somebody from an Asian religion um, because that's just ridiculous. Because I could sell like Jesus wine or Jesus bread or some <coughs> shit, and that's just wrong. Do not, do not support Jesus these bitches.
1: Wine. How would you become the official wine of Jesus? I mean, that would be. Ooh, it. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, this came straight from my name.
0: <laughs> um, oh, the, the one thing, too, sorry, I sort of took us off to, a little bit off topic. Um, but one thing about the, the poppies is, um, once again, to me, on the identity politics, it does come more from the right than the left, even though everybody. Um, Conservative leaning uh, talks about the, the left saying it, but like as soon as this whole story broke, Doug Ford made like a declaration about I mean, we're gonna pass a law that uh, yes. that will. Yeah, so that you could wear your poppies everywhere. I was like, if anybody's trying to, like, sow division and, like, just jump into, like, cultural warfare, it is conservatives, bitches. So stop talking about this shit about identity politics. You you know, not wanting to get shot by police is not identity politics. You know what it is? Identity politics is fucking poppies. That's fucking identity politics, bitches, okay? That's what's up, okay. (laughs) And don't
2: forget to get that coconut water. (laughs) Yes.
0: And very like delicious identity politics has to do with
1: like hey we're gonna police the accessories that you wear <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah and dress
1: oh yeah. you're
0: done <laughs> <laughs> um so let's head on over to veronica for our next hot topic and this is about everybody's favorite um a favorite uh, uh jailed actress <laughs> Lori laughlin yeah. um oh. and you know i'll i'll hand it over to veronica
2: Lori Laughlin from Full House Uncle Jesse's wife who knew she made that much first of all let me just say so she um, she was sent to prison for two months for basically trying to get her two daughters into what, was it Harvard I don't remember
0: anyways no no it wasn't folks. even it wasn't even something that big I don't think and her daughters didn't even want to go her daughter was-, was already an influencer making money sorry go ahead
2: $500,000. They tried to say that they got in um, on the rowing team. And so, anyways, she was supposed to spend two months in prison. So after a few days, she couldn't handle it anymore. It was too much. Uh, yeah, bitch, it's prison. Like, what the fuck? Like What did you think was going to happen in there? That it was going to be like, orange is the new black. You're going to find a nice girlfriend and that, you know, you would trade for milk you know, polish. Like, what do you think is going to happen in there? So now I just heard. Actually, ever when we um, when I first when we first talked about this is that they're actually going to release her early. What? Because it's too much. Oh, oh that is. She a needs white to go cat home cat for the Red holidays. Way. So if you want to talk identity? But like, come on. If that was someone else, first of all, they wouldn't even be able to get into the damn school. But yeah, she she's going to be let out to, so that she's home for the holidays.
0: Yeah on, on, yeah, on your example of if it was somebody else and what happens when you don't have privilege, when this story first broke, um, people were pulling up examples of, like, poor black women who lied on a form because they wanted to get their daughter into, like, it was, I think it was a public school, but they lived, like, right. a few houses out of the wrong district or whatever, and she had sent in jail for two fucking years.
2: Yes, that's right. Like, and Lori Laughlin. Fucking Uncle Jesse's wife. Oh, come on, now. You weren't even, like, a... What, I, I guess she was kind of a main character. I'll give her that. But still, like, this is ridiculous. Oh, fucking man, what Corey a Becky. Austin? Yeah, what a Becky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, God, you're not good enough to be a Karen, goddammit. You're just a
0: Becky. <laughs> okay um thank you veronica um, on giving us the update on everybody's favorite it's
2: breaking news
0: everywhere you go there's injustice
2: (laughs) Uh. i I wonder if they played that music at the like they do at the end of full house to let her know like the moral of her story
1: (laughs) oh nice from full house to big house
2: yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. Next hot topic is uh, it's my turn um, for my first hot topic, and this is about YouTube and the new YouTube number one video of all time with seven point one billion views is Baby Shark. Oh God! God. Yes, Baby Shark has overtaken Despacito. <laughs> From Louis Fonzie. Although if you count all the different versions of Despacito, it probably still has the lead. But for a single video, Baby Shark is now number one. And the fact that this happened um, on the same day that Joe Biden got elected president, I think is just the universe. I don't know what's happening with the universe, but things are... I don't know. This is a it's catchy. I have to admit, it's very catchy. I was watching the different versions. Um, And also, you know, I think those kids are Asian. They look Asian to me. That little Asian boy is like, he was giving it his all, you know. He was working those facial expressions, which is very hard when you dance. Sometimes people dance and they forget about the face, but that is part of how you sell it. And that kid was selling that baby shark, the mama shark, the grandpa shark. He was selling all of that shit. So congratulations, little Asian boy um, and your little Asian sister. She looks half Asian though. Um, so who knows? Um, but, um, you know, they're they're number one and maybe wow. the world needs um, something so ridiculously awesome to be number one right now.
2: Yeah. It's I've literally never
0: seen is
1: it worth see- is, is it worth watching?
2: 7.1 yes. million.
0: Yes, you have to
1: Google, but, uh, you have to look it up on I YouTube. I watch it right now live? First with first blog.
2: I mean, it's not worth seeing, but you should see it because well, why not add to the 7.1 million? <laughs> Literally billion. billion. It right? yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, definitely watch it. Yes. Watch it while me and Veronica talk, but like it is so crazy. 7.1 billion. Um yeah. the the other thing I want to say too is that um, I was watching it and then because Desposito was number two now, I went back and watched that video and I put the subtitles on and it's funny because a lot of these top videos, the default subtitles are now Korean. Because Koreans oh.
2: really drive a
0: lot of the internet. And I remember in early days, like especially with um with Twitter, it was it was people in Brazil who really drove a lot of um, Twitter traffic and internet traffic. Sometimes you never yeah. really know what's going on, but like you know, and I guess that's a good representation with like Desposito number two and Baby Shark number one. Um, that you know, you know, Asian communities, um, Latino communities out there really driving what's happening on the internet right now to the yeah. point where the default captions are freaking Korean.
2: Korean, wow! For wow. Aladdin the song, by the way. What's the difference in numbers from Baby Shark to Despacito?
0: Um it's it's within it's within 100 million still. <laughs> oh my or, god. Is because Type it's so, yeah. Because wow. because Despacito is still over 7 billion and Baby Shark is over 7.1 billion, so it's within it's within 100 million which you know, I wish I could get a video that—that's uh, yeah. the margin for error of those two. That's just crazy. Um, well,
2: we could make up a song right now if you want. What the fuck am I so, watching? The lyrics, are, the lyrics aren't <laughs> what difficult. Is this? Yeah, the, I know. Why I is know. this the thing? Yeah. Why is the one billion? I don't understand. <laughs> because, why? Because I just watch? But wait a second. <laughs> what the fuck? What, what, god. God. what the
0: fuck? Is oh my god! god. A live reaction what video. It's
1: what? Why? It's Isn't it so cool just crazy. listing off like the entire family tree of sharks, like they're a fucking A and W? Like what
0: the hell? <laughs> I don't know. Like you have to, It is catchy, baby shark, yes. doo 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 <laughs> Mommy doo-doo. shark, doo 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 I mean, no, shark, doo 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 doo
1: like man, it's,
2: it's like, but you know wait, so long. It's not unique views. It's just views,
0: correct? Yeah, it's it's total views and maybe that's babies it. just watch it over and over. I have no yeah, idea.
2: Because that's what it is. It's just when you're a parent, you just loop that shit over and over and over. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah I I know that song well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, it is—it's very complicated lyrics.
2: Uh. Yeah, I've, I've definitely contributed
0: to that to um, that number, Pro-
2: probably a million, probably a million.
0: Um. So, uh, okay, Leonard looks like he's totally confused, but we're we're gonna go to Leonard for our next hot topic, and Children is, are <laughs> um, and it is about Canada having the most expensive wireless in the world. Take oh, yeah. it away, Leonard.
1: Yeah, um, literally, I forgot this was my hot topic, and I for- didn't prepare for it. But yeah, it's hot <laughs> right? But, not, but totally expected. Like uh, we always knew that we had like really expensive uh, internet, and uh, we do <laughs> again. I think I think this is I don't know how many years running. I, this isn't the first time that a we've lot been of
0: years. Yeah, in yeah. this,
1: and I know a lot of the times, like uh, you know, like. I, like Bell and Rogers and Telus and like basically all the people who have a oligopoly on the internet in Canada, they'll make up shit like, oh, it's because Canada's so big and we have to go across this mountain range here and a mountain range there and a Canadian shield there. And it's like, yeah, but you understand that you are basically mostly serving cities, right? Yeah. And you're using this as an excuse to fucking gouge us. I don't know, man. Like when 5G comes, like, I'm not worried about coronavirus. It's just, I'm going to blow through my five gigs of data like so fast. I know.
2: I know. It is, it's really expensive. It's, as a matter of fact, I just tried to get, so I'm not going to say who I was with, but they had a promotion. I was like, oh, let me get on this promotion. I called them and they said, no, it's only if you're switching over from another provider. And I said, but wait a minute, I've been with you this whole time. Don't yeah. you love me? Like, what's no, going on? No, but
1: the move is, like, every year, and this is, I hate that I have to do this, and I do this every, like, however long my contract is, I leave. I'm like, I'm going. And then they're like, okay, send me to the retention team so that yeah. they can give me offers that the other people can't in order to maintain my business. And I'll be like, like, what I'll do is I'll compare like, I, I'll call the other places, like, I, I want to leave, what can you give me? And then they'll tell me, and I'll be like, cool, go back to the person I'm with, what's the, what can you offer me to get me to stay? And then they either can or they can't, and I'll just switch to whoever. Yeah. Like the only reason right now that I'm still, like, the only thing is, like, I'm, I'm with Bell right now, because they literally dug a tunnel to my house and installed fiber optic cable, and... <laughs> Put it into my house, like yeah. to mainline super fast into my house. So I don't know if that's something I can leave. But
2: that's a toxic relationship,
1: Leonard. Yes, <laughs> it is. Like it's we're completely oh. captive. Like yeah. it's. The,
2: I mean, yeah. Do you need someone to talk to?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, like well... I can't
2: quit you. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be expensive because your data only covers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, what well, what I've always done in the past is uh, you know similar to what Leonard did, but I always look at red flag deals and um, their hot topics forum will often give you tips of like here's what they're offering people as retention. Um, offers. And then I would yeah. do the same thing. I would call in and say I'm leaving because um, and never reference that you saw it from red flag deals, but just keep, yeah. sometimes you have to keep calling and hanging up till you get the right bitch who will give you the deal. But red ah. flag deals is, is pretty good. If they say that deal is being offered, it is being offered. Um, yeah. I, I will say though, right now um, I've been with Fido for a long time now for myself and The last two times, they've literally just given me a notification on the app saying, hey, for the same amount that you're paying, um, you could be getting uh, 30 gigabytes instead of 15 gigabytes. So do you want this? And no contract? And I'll just click yes, and then it works. So Fido actually, I usually used to do the switching, but I've been with Fido for like over five years now. (laughs) And I'll literally just randomly get messages being like, hey, we have a better deal for you. (laughs) <laughs> and then I'm yeah,
2: like, they they are good at that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. That. So, Bell,
2: Bell I left. I was with them for like over 10 years. Mm-hmm. And it was just before, remember when you canceled and they used to charge you this horrendous amount and then they got rid of that? So mm-hmm. I left them before they passed that bylaw or whatever it was. So um I'm never paying you, Bell, but I do owe you eighteen hundred dollars. <laughs> eighteen hundred?
0: Girl, I'm if that goes to them. collections, that's going to like yeah. ruin your credit well, forever. 1800?
2: 1800's not going to ruin my my credit. It's 1800. Like that's all I have. That's that I owe in anything. So <laughs> but, 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 but. Come and get me, Bell. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Thank oh God, so few people
0: listen to this podcast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, we, we we have a new comment from David Arnold that says, can I just say fuck Bell? So he just, uh, he Share agrees yourself. with you, Veronica. And he also, with that foul language, has probably gotten this video banned from YouTube. But that's okay, because I'm just happy people are <laughs> commenting. Um, uh, but YouTube, I don't think, allows R-rated content. So we might get into trouble. And as I mentioned really? earlier, I do not yet know really? how to delete comments. Um, so,
1: uh, R rated content. I mean, I just did watch Baby Shark, so <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah,
0: what a contrast! <laughs> We're all over the
2: place. Yeah, oh. maybe,
0: or maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe YouTube will let us swear. I i haven't tried it, I'm but I'm pretty uh, sure
2: they will.
1: I'm pretty sure I have. Like, it's <laughs> I've seen nudity on YouTube. Like,
2: what? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. yeah man. yeah 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 if you don't have that filter because there's you can like it, there's an option it's yeah
0: basically porn on youtube oh that's true yeah good lord yeah. um okay on on uh on the whole porn note we're gonna now talk about humpbacking <laughs> 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 so let's uh let's head on over to veronica who um wants to talk about whales and kayakers what what, what is going on veronica <laughs>
2: So there were, um, there were a couple of kayakers. One of them uh, didn't want to go. And her friend said, come, let's go watch the whales feed. <laughs> and so this friend just said yes, because like, she's like, oh, new life experience. Let's go do it. So they go close to the whales where they feed, which is, first of all, like, dumb. Like, leave the fucking whales alone. And um, so <laughs> uh, there was, like, little fish around them and the, that's what the whales are feeding on the whale and they're like oh look little fish you know they just thought oh we're gonna see something special a whale came up from underneath in the video you see and it comes up just like a cartoon <laughs> or a special effect and it's like it's just the mouth and they're in their it, they're in the whale's mouth for i don't know how long anyways he, they didn't stay in there clearly because we're hearing about the story they're fine but it, it was just so stupid and i kept going back to the story and I, I just wanted to know more i i i actually looked up to see if there were more incidences like this
1: oh i'm sure i mean it goes back to biblical times have you heard of jonah <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah So oh. I, don't go near whales when they're they're feeding like that's just stupid like yeah it's you know
1: what it's like it's like uh just standing in pac-man's way being like ah this will be fine
2: i know (laughs) i know yeah yeah i mean how do you feel when someone's staring at you while you're eating like come on it's a whale how much do those things weigh those are huge you don't want to get stuck in there
0: (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know about the whole swimming with whale shit that's that's not a thing for me but uh you know what? Never underestimate the, the stupidity of people. Like, we just had 70 million people vote for Trump. So, there you go. Oh, um, yeah. eaten by but,
2: more, but more who watched Baby Shark.
0: <laughs> billions, man. Billions. That must, I'd like to calculate how much money that equals. That's a lot of goddamn money um, yeah. for Baby Shark. Um, okay. Now, our final hot topic is... Back to me, and it is about the return, the early return of the NBA um, in uh, December. Training camp starts on December 1st, and oh my goodness, my face is frozen again. <laughs> Give me just a second. Yeah. What is going on, Skype? Okay, here I am. Um, I have now been unfrozen, and okay, it's just this whole... Um, So the NBA ended uh, mid-October, and they're coming back on um, December 22nd. I think that's overall 71 days, which um, is very short. I would say, selfishly as a fan, I'm very excited because I just witnessed LeBron win his fourth championship. I love LeBron. I literally have a poster of LeBron right here. It says Oh, sorry. Um, a poster of LeBron right here in my studio. It says Strive for greatness because that I might even get that shit, shit tattooed on my face someday. That's how much <laughs> I love LeBron. So having LeBron back... To win back-to-back championships. I know he's going to do it. He is going to make everything right in the world again. Um, Oh, congrats as well to LeBron for his um, more than a vote initiative, which was trying to get people out to vote. Obviously, a lot of these initiatives were happening. But, you know, high turnout. I will give LeBron part of the praise the way we praise Stacey Abrams and other people as well. Um, So congrats to LeBron for doing that. But... You know, it's it's interesting, like the NBA, I want to see what happens with sports now because the NBA was very successful in their bubble environment, zero coronavirus cases, but now they're going back to arenas in spite of the fact that um, the coronavirus is worse than ever. The U.S. had 120,000 people for three days straight um and you know bitches in the u.s ain't even getting tested because that shit's not covered you gotta pay for a test like nobody gonna pay for that shit so you know it's way more than that people are dying um so but the nba is coming back i don't know i'm happy as a fan i also understand why they can't do it in a bubble because a bubble for three months is one thing but like you can't stay in a bubble for like six months I get it that's that's not right yeah. so I don't know what they're gonna do I know they're saying no fans but we saw no fans in baseball and stuff and it's just it's more about the travel between cities and the no restrictions on your movement you might not get in the arena you're probably gonna get it at the airport going you know different states have different um, policies. I don't really know what's going to happen. I just hope they get through the season. I guess baseball just finished, even though they had to cancel a bunch of games. Um, I'm kind of going everywhere with this because I'm happy, but the coronavirus dampens it. I don't really know. Um, I'll, I'll open it up to our panelists. What do you think about sports returning? And um, and uh, yeah, what what's going to happen with with sports coming back during coronavirus? It's
1: not going to be good. <laughs> You know? Like, it can't possibly be good putting a bunch of people together. (laughs) Like, like from an epidemiology standpoint, bad. Very bad. I understand. I want to see the sports. I liked the bubble, I'll be honest, but I know it's got to be difficult for the players. But the bubble was so fascinating to me because, like, honestly, there was so much hot gossip coming out of that bubble. (laughs) It was, like, this amazing reality show. You had, like, Lou fucking Lemon Pepper Williams, and then you had... Uh, uh what's what's the name of the dude who got caught with the COVID tester? And LeBron ratted him out just yeah, to bring back right. your Oh man, yeah, LeBron. from
0: from Houston Daniel Daniel House. From Houston.
1: Yeah, that's right, Daniel House. Yeah, and then wow. yeah, he got ratted. Oh, that was so hilarious.
0: <laughs> Another uh, thumbs up to LeBron. <laughs>
1: yeah. It was great. It was so 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 funny. So like I don't like I mean, yeah, again, I, I know it's gotta be hard. <laughs> for the players. Uh, but just as a fan who wants to see sports and doesn't want this pandemic to continue, because what's going to happen is the Raptors have to go, what, play in Buffalo or something? <laughs> like, I'm not going to get to see them. I'm not going to get – like, they're going to go there. They're probably going to come back with – like, I mean, without Terrence Davis, ha-ha-ha, <laughs> <laughs> just drop that motherfucker
0: off. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, um, that hoe. Um, yeah. So yeah. why does this
2: work logistically then? That's what I want to know. Like, how how – how are they going to move about? That's, I mean, I know you're talking I about mean, airports, planes. And stuff. like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I know, but then they're going to just
1: do it the way they have all they've been doing it. They're just going to be wearing masks. I think that's literally the only difference.
2: Hmm. Yeah,
0: it, I, think, I mean, yeah, I think what they're really trying to focus on from the NBA perspective is um, is uh, rapid testing. Um, but I don't know how rapid they can get. Um, but if if they can get results within an hour, then everybody who enters the facility, um, for you know the players and stuff, you test them all, and then you don't take the court unless you get a negative. Um, but that that's a lot of tests, a lot of testing. I don't know if the technology's yeah. there. There's a it's lot. Not of... as accurate. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's
1: not okay. Like PCR testing is accurate because like they're basi- they're literally taking your DNA, mm-hmm. and then they're putting it in a machine to like see. If any of that stuff matches like the DNA of the COVID, so it's like right. fairly fairly accurate versus like an antigen uh, sort of test, which has the potential for false negatives.
2: So how how often do they test when they when they're traveling? Like, is it going to be once they leave the airport and then once before they hit the court? And then mm-hmm. like, I just
0: feel like uh, you know what the the NBA hasn't come up with their specific plan yet, but I would say if any league could get it right, it'd be the NBA um, True. because they got it right with the bubble. Um, even though people were really coming at them, like I remember I was watching the view. And which nobody should do because that show uh, uh, bananas. Um, although I shouldn't say that because one day hopefully they'll interview me. But um, I, I love the view. I, I, I actually do watch the view all the time. <laughs> I do. You should only do it if I'm on. Um, but no. But they were they were getting mad at the NBA because they're like, oh, you know, Florida was really spiking at the time. The bubbles there, and they were just comparing. They were lumping the NBA in with all the other sports, and I was like, no, I was like. The NBA came out with a plan. Um, even even Dr. Fauci came out and said it, it sounded like a pretty good plan, um, and it turned out to be a good plan. Like they were just lumping them in with everybody. But I do trust in the NBA. Um, last time before they went in, they published like a hundred pages a report of, like, how they were planning to do everything. So, um, so Veronica, we don't have the details right now, but for sure they will be publishing something similar on what their protocol will be. They're very transparent. And if mm-hmm. any league could do, it'll be the NBA. Um yeah. And one thing I do want to mention in this whole situation um, with the Raptors, I think Leonard mentioned it, um, is that we have to play in the U.S. now. Um, one thing I want to say, because the Canadian government won't let um, people like over the border from the U.S. still... Um, But one thing I wanted a wall with all the
1: bricks Paul George is putting up.
0: (laughs) Oh, that. Yeah, I'm I'm still. I still watch. um, I still watch uh, YouTube clips when I'm feeling sad about about the Trump election stuff before the, the election was done. I still watch clips of Lakers fans celebrating and laughing at the Clippers. Not even them celebrating the championship, but them celebrating the Clippers losing round two. <laughs> These YouTube videos are hilarious. They are so happy because the Clippers... Anyway, and everybody the Clippers, back to the Raptors. One thing is, a lot of the cities they were trying to plan for got abandoned because I think they wanted to do it in Kentucky. But then... Um, Um, the players revolted because that's where Breonna Taylor got killed and they're going to do it in another city. There was another shooting there. So, um, (laughs) I mean, if they
1: want to go to a city where there is no, uh, B- b- shootings of black people they
0: basically have to go to Alaska <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a comment from uh, from Peter German asking what's Drake going to do I don't know y'all you know Drake I know he reps for the Raptors but he's almost equally repping for the Lakers most of the time I know I know there's blasphemous to say but I feel like he celebrated just as hard for the Lakers winning as he did for the Raptors so I think he'll be happy both ways now you know, and I feel like he lives in LA more than Toronto at the moment. So, you know, yeah. he he goes at least back there the
1: conferences. Yeah, that's okay. Like if he was rooting for like Detroit, I'd be like, oh come on,
0: man. <laughs> hey, you know, like, what? I, I ain't hating on Drake. I also do cheer on both the Raptors and the Lakers. I think it's a good combination. You know. So, um, so there we go. And just one final thing, because we had mentioned Terrence Davis. He is likely off the Raptors, if not already off the Raptors, due to domestic assault um, uh, allegations. Um, but also, he was the crazy bitch walking around during a pandemic with a hole in his mask. Yeah.
2: Wow, okay. Wow. Yeah. he's an
0: Annie Masker. He basically got benched for the playoffs because we are like, we don't need none of your nonsense, rookie. Like you are a rookie who didn't even get drafted, bitch, and we're a championship contending team. We don't need your weak ass bitch to be distracting us with your cool. shenanigans, okay? He doesn't have the stats for that. <laughs> no. no. He needs he can't he needs more than seven points a game.
1: Like he needs yeah. to, like at least Kendrick Nunn numbers to get off an assault charge, okay? <laughs> And he's got oh he needs like twenty points, ten rebounds to get off. Like, yeah. okay, we're getting into dangerous territory. <laughs> hey, I
2: know that's yeah. like
0: yeah. yeah or I'm or, lying, or yeah. he could just join the NFL. And unless there's no, video really. evidence of you, like Ray Rice, without video evidence, you're good. Just make I sure. Like
1: that. Ray Rice came back for the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, if you, yeah, if yeah. you watch that video, like he knocks his girlfriend yeah, yeah. out and pulls her out, comes back and gets the shoes. <laughs> He's like, oh, she's going to be real mad if we forget these.
2: (laughs) Didn't they get back together?
0: I don't remember. I don't don't know. know. That that stuff's complicated. Um, Well, anyhow, uh, thank you for all those hot topics. Um, It was... An interesting week especially with the election um so next week we yeah. will be back with our regular scheduled programming where we're talking about more asian things although the election obviously affects a lot of asians and we did talk about baby shark so that was very asian as well <laughs> um Asians number one um so uh thank you everybody thank you to our panelists leonard chan and uh and uh mama shark uh veronica (laughs) antipolo and uh (laughs) and uh thank you to our listeners um i've been the vong show and that's what's up